When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Because it is a huge week in the rugby, especially tonight. That rivalry, that game, the Brumbies v the Crusaders, every single year, late 90s, early 2000s, there were some wins for the Crusaders. There were some losses for the Crusaders. But there or thereabouts, it was Crusaders v the Brumbies at the end of the season. And uh, it's, it's a game that is going to be reignited tonight over at Geo Stadium when they take on the Brumbies, the Crusaders. We're going to chat to Daryl Gibson. He is the former midfielder and uh, coach on both sides of the Trans-Tasman. He's coached here. He's coached over in Australia. He knows, well... What he's been able to see with Australian rugby, have they? Are they on the improve? Has he been impressed with where they're at, and what, what does he expect tonight? And we're going to talk to him about that experience. Twenty-two years ago, twenty-two years ago, that night, two thousand, the final, the Crusaders getting up by one point, twenty to nineteen. Mertz scoring fifteen points. Ah, mate, Ron Cribb scoring a try. Daryl Gibson running hard lines that night, just inside shoulder lines, just putting that fend up, you know, little, you know, not slowing down, just high pace, left, right, bang. Gibbo, he's on the show right now. <laughs> Morning, Gibbo. Morning, mate. Isn't that great? The older you get, the better we were. So, um, <laughs> um, 22 years ago, you're making us all feel a bit old, but um, mate, great to uh, be on the show, boys. Hey, Gibbo. Thanks for coming on, mate. It's uh, it's been a big day. Uh, Baz McCullum, he's going to coach England. We'll ask you about that, mate. You've obviously uh, been a bit of a cricket fan, but some huge news coming out of New Zealand. Absolutely, it's fantastic, isn't it? Fantastic for uh, Baz, and what a prospect um, him coming up against New Zealand in his first um, you know, Test series. So certainly plenty to watch, and uh, one that we will be glued to, no doubt. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, mate, let's talk about that night 22 years ago, 2000. Tell us about, you know, your memories. You say it's a long time ago, but no doubt you'll remember every single moment in that match and going to the cold cauldron that is Canberra. Yeah, what can you remember 22 years ago? Yeah, absolutely. I I do remember the cold. Um, You know, (laughs) a lot of people in New Zealand may not realise Canberra, it gets as cold, if not colder than New Zealand. So um, that certainly surprised us, Mm. but... 
Well, I recall in that particular game, you know, I just remember doing a, a heck of a lot of defending. I think, um, you know, the Brumbies of that time were the first sort of team to really take a step towards, um, what, how would I call it, really patterned rugby, you know, very prescriptive. And they'd um, really taken a, a trend um, to another level. And now when we think of rugby, you know, that's very common. But um, back then, you know, it was quite revolutionary. So um, typical sort of Crusaders performance at the time, really gutsy defence. You know, we made a million tackles. Uh, and how the Brumbies, I'm sure to this day, if you ask George Gregan and Stephen Markham, you know, the Brumbies players, they'll be going, how did we not win that game? We had position. We got held up over the line, you know, but it was just a gutsy... Um, Crusaders' performance punctuated by that brilliant try by Ron Cribb and, and Mertz keeping us in the game with fantastic goal kicking. Oh, Daryl, you'd know this too well, mate. I think every year you get teams going, how are they winning this? The Crusaders know how to win ugly, don't they? And, and you talk about the tackling. What about your tackling machine? I think he was on the blind side that night, Razor Robertson. Um, he's obviously got an innate <laughs> understanding of how how to beat the Brumbies and exactly from when you're talking about that era, how tough it was. So what edge does that give him in this current crop? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, what we've seen from the Crusaders, you know, obviously that surprise loss to the Waratahs, it's really given them that sort of kick in the pants they probably needed and jolt that, hey, um, we're really going to have to knuckle down here and and, uh, produce something and really dig deep to, to perform. And, you know, it's a huge challenge tomorrow for the or for the Crusaders. You know, the Brumbies are a very, very competitive team uh, at home. I don't get beaten uh, often there. It's a tough place to win. Uh, so I'd say there'll be plenty of Crusaders grit on show um, tomorrow night and it'll give us a good indication of just how this, you know, the, the top teams in this competition are, are going to um, sit at the end of um, the regular season. Hey, Gibbo, you've, you've coached here, you've coached abroad as well. Is it a surprise to you that what you've seen, not only with just the Brumbies, you've seen the Waratahs having some success, heading in the right direction, you've got the Reds there or thereabouts, but is it is it a surprise for you or has this been coming for a while and, and kind of we've been just stuck in our own bubble over here, not really respecting what Australia is able to bring? Yeah, I think there's a little bit of that, is he? Obviously, uh, we are in a bubble here mm. in New Zealand and you know, we consider ourselves... Yeah. You know, the leaders of um, you know rugby and trends and so forth. But mm. I think the, the Australian teams have probably taken a lot from last year's uh, Super Rugby Pacific Series. You know, mm. they didn't perform well. And you could all see the gap uh, that existed. Even with probably Australia's most consistent team, the Brumbies, you know, just eking out the one win. So I think there's probably been a lot of uh, hard work gone in. Um, it would have been great for the coaches because they would have been able to say to these teams, listen, you know, the standard is much higher. You know, the expectations mm. for us to compete against the New Zealand sides, which are coming, uh, are going to be greater. So straight away, uh, it gives you a benchmark to go, hey, we're going to have to be better everywhere. And so what you've seen is that, you know, the three best Australian sides really um, competing well, um, you know, with mm. the New Zealand teams. And I think this weekend, you know, with that Hurricanes-Waratahs game, even the, the Highlanders force, you know, will have a big bearing on the eight. But obviously the big one with the Brumbies and um, Crusaders. So it's injected that extra um, competition and competitive spirit that we have with the Trans-Tasman team. So I think it's fantastic and good on the Aussies.
What, what what era? What era, Gibbo, do you think that they've made a lot of gains and like uh, we've they've always been traditionally great at set piece, particularly with the with the Brumbies, but I've seen a real case that they've actually got a real balance between the game. Backs and forwards uh, are really uh, having a, a good you know, foothold on on the game. So for you, what areas do you think that they've really come a long way in? Yeah, well, I think you know with a team like the Brumbies, um, they've always been a technically excellent team. Um, they've got two excellent yeah. coaches in Laurie and, and Dan who are fine technical exponents of the game and you see that in, in the way they play and it was evident against the Chiefs. Um, mm. One thing probably New Zealanders wouldn't know about Australian rugby is they actually um, love the running game. You know, It's, it's been yeah. the, the hallmark of Australian teams. So as much as we view Australia with... Um, you know, they, they kick a lot and so forth. They're actually a really attacking-minded uh, uh, nation. And so, I think, you know, for me, I think there's been real leaps there too, just around, um, because often they're short on talent, they have to do things really clever and smart, you know, around um, how they organise their teams and attack with. So, you know, it's what I've seen is um, that more consistent approach and flow through the teams. And with Dave and um, Scott Wise Mantle there at the helm with the Wallabies, I think you'll see a real alignment um, through the whole of Super Rugby through to the Wallabies. I think you're right, Daryl, talking about that kind of closing of the gap of the styles. But on the flip side, is there a chance that the South or trans-Tasman rugby in particular is becoming a bit insular compared to the North? And we've been down here playing ourselves so much at super level um, and obviously at international level that the two styles, the two hemisphere styles have never really been further apart? Yeah, I've heard that comment um, from a number of people just around the lack of having, say, a South African, the South African team involved. You know, we're not exposed to a different style of um, rugby. Uh, you know, the big physical abrasive game, which, you know, the test arena is dominating at the moment with England and mm. uh, France mm. producing big teams, big powerful teams. Uh, whereas in New Zealand, we prefer our, our forwards to be very skillful, um, very athletic. Uh, and so we tend to, you know, pick guys who would, um, you know, fit that mould, and we play accordingly. So, you know, it's a real challenge for us. I think, you know, the Test series coming up against Ireland, you know, we know um, what they're going to bring, you know, that physical size. And for me, what will be interesting is what you know, the selectors pick in terms of um, the style of team that we have. You know, will someone like Peter Gus come into the frame just purely because of his size mm. and his power? Um, you know, Ethan Blackadder. So we're picking a, a style of player um, that uh, will suit that that um, hemisphere uh, difference that you uh, that you pointed out. Mm. Fellow midfielder, then, seeing you've alluded to Peter Gasuakula, you're going to pick the midfield. Here you going with Gibbo? <laughs> oh, well, I reckon <laughs> midfield is probably the most contested um, and open. Yep. It's been for a long time. Um, you know, I really like some of the youngsters coming through, Izzy. I think um, um, Valen Sullivan, you know, in the Hurricanes, Ooh, you know, week yeah. in, week out, he's consistently been one of their best players. Uh, but we know, you know, that the form team often in Super Rugby isn't necessarily the team that's picked. And so I'd imagine the experienced mm. campaigners. Um, yeah. I wonder if the selectors will, will dabble with um, um, two of us a shit. You know, whether they think that's too early or they throw them in, give it an experience. But 
Um, yeah. It's certainly one of those areas that uh, all the uh, armchair collectors will be debating you know, uh, around the tables. Yeah, for sure. If anyone knows, mate, you've been there, you've done it before, and you know what you're talking about. So, yeah, it's an interesting subject. Who's going to play midfield? Who are the wingers? Wow, pretty much everywhere, really. It's going to be interesting come selection time. Mate, we appreciate you coming on the show, Gibbo. Uh, all the best over the next couple of weeks, and, uh, yeah, we'll get you on shortly, mate. Appreciate your time. Brilliant. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, Daryl. Legend. And that team, Izzy, that went in there to Canberra on a couple of occasions, know exactly how strong Australian rugby can be when they get their tail up. You know what I'm mm. thinking? You know what I'm thinking? Mm. A strong Brumbies yeah. team is a strong Australian team, hey? Yeah, you're not far off, mate. You're not far off. And, yeah, like, it was great to, to hear him touch on that, like, that they love a running rugby game. They yeah. love to use the ball because... In all honesty, we've, we've been so stuck in our own minds and, and what Kiwi teams are about that we've kind of gone away focusing on Australia. And you listen to Justin Harris and you listen to Drew Mitchell when they commentate, and they are always, constantly over the last couple of years, they're like, you do not kick it to New Zealand teams. They will hold it, they will punish you, and they will do it. Now you flip that around, we're doing the kicking, and we're kicking to the Australians' teams, and now it's just a, r- a role reverse, you know? Like, they're holding the ball. Yeah, Banksy. With the they hold the ball. They are counterattacking. you got Tom Wright. you got Banksy. you got Lolo Seal. Ikitao, mate, just players that love to play and utilise that pill, and we're kind of feeding the beast, whereas we're used to Australia's Australians feeding our beast, which is our running game. So... Yeah, it's, it's obviously interesting times, and tonight's going to be an absolute cracker. 9.45, the game. Brumbies v. the Crusaders reignite that rivalry. And hopefully, hopefully we just don't kick it to them as much as we do. Just keep the pill, boys. I just love to see the Crusaders mm. play their brand, which has worked for them so well. Uh, speaking of that game, though, if you missed our Choices Flooring poll, it's Friday the 13th. We're all terrified because there's there's a couple of different um, things that could happen in sport, one being them. The Brumbies might knock off another New Zealand team tonight, potentially. Is that what you're most scared of? Are you most scared of Cody Nagarima scoring a hat trick? Uh, somebody here says, and beating the Warriors... Um, I'm scared of Cody Nicarima making a tackle. Yeah, well, <laughs> is that Kempi texting? Uh, you're scared of the Phoenix getting absolutely pumped in there and being one and done in the playoffs? Or are you most scared, terrified even, of Baz leading the English to a Test Series victory against the Kiwis? Yeah, yeah, you heard it right. Baz is off to coach England. You know the news by now. You can head to the SENZ app. You can vote in our Choices for Ink poll. You can also hear that catch-up with Baz um, there's a couple of lovely messages here. All the best for Bears for uh, after the Black Cap series. Looking for, for after the Black Cap series. If you're looking for a replacement for the show, how about Zade? Zade's your man. That's from Lyndon. I think that's his old man. And Zade is actually text. Brendan McCullum might have to start going to some Tottenham Hotspur games. And Chris Lynn was just let go by the Brisbane Heat. Well, do you reckon we could get Linny to fill in for uh, Baz, Zade? That would work. One bash bro for another, is he? Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.